afraid I can be myself and I hope you can be yourself as well Cause I can make you feel alright And there was so much happiness that we were still yet to find I said that you can call me Alex, baby, welcome to my life What about me? What about me? What about me and you together? Something that could really last forever. What about me? What about me? What about me and you together? Something that could really last forever. begin to wonder why I guess that I'd be lying to myself because who the fuck would be dumb enough to reject an offer oh what an offer now two two ten one five couple hours can change your life Frank saying oh what a night what a night what the fuck is a girlfriend I'ma need advice maybe I should go outside so I could get a fucking life I made a friend and she spent the night now I'm in love and she remains in my life back when we spoke in Europe I need insurance on my I can't get hurt again And I had no time to prepare to face my fears I guess that it's time that I dry these tears But if I could just be happy by the end of this song But if by the time you hear it You are already gone go to plan then why should I continue in this life when there's no Hello everybody and thank you for checking out Friends Till the End Part 5. On this episode, I sit down with my friend Jerry Herring, whom has several podcasts which we will discuss throughout the show and has been a friend of mine since before I had started a podcast. In fact, I hadn't even had any ideas of starting any sort of podcast and just became his friend through mutual friends, kind of the traditional social media type of situation. Uh, The two of us had hit it off over a few things and a few kind of fun, similar ideas. And from there, we just sort of grew into uh, communicating a lot outside of Facebook. Uh, On top of all that, he also happens to be a very big fan of the band Every Time I Die, 
which is a band from my hometown of Buffalo, New York. So it's kind of just a cool little additional connection that we have there. Like things often do in these types of podcasts, especially with Jerry and I talking, it went a little bit longer than I usually go on these shows, so I'll keep this intro pretty brief. Uh, Throughout the show, we talk about Jerry's various podcasts, we talk about movie stuff. Uh, It was recorded a few weeks ago, so a little bit of the stuff might be kind of out of order in the timeline of things if you're following that closely. I don't know how closely anyone is following along with the timeline of my show and my activities, but anyways, we uh, also discussed something that it was kind of a personal topic to Jerry, which is uh, regarding PG-13 horror movies and whether or not those movies can be good despite not being R-rated and if there's a a space in horror for PG-13 horror and if people are just being fucking assholes when they shit on the concept of something being PG-13 regardless of seeing the movie or not. I think it was kind of a fun topic to explore and we got into some of the things that would be cut from a movie to make it PG-13 whether that hurts it or helps it or doesn't heard it at all and we talked about some of our favorite pg-13 horror movies as well as far as the rest of the show we kind of go all over the place we talk about a little of this little of that it's a, a fun conversation we joke around a lot there's some good laughs and i think you guys will enjoy it please check out jerry and his uh podcasts kill the cast married with children podcast and the uh unofficial horror pack i believe it's called I don't know, he'll mention it on the show, but you can find him on Facebook um, under Jerry Herring. You can find Kill the Cast as a group page. I will add all the links for everything that he has going on that I can to the show description. It's a fun show that they do some some creative things with movie reviews and, and take on things in a little different aspect. All right, now for a very brief moment here, let's get down to brass tacks. Coming up, we have our episode 8 of Who Will Survive was delayed a couple weeks because a few other interview shows popped up. If you hadn't checked out the last two shows we put out, interviewing uh, Chris Hayes from the current movie uh, Head Game and Kirando Mitsutake from such great movies as Gunwoman, Karate Kill, and Samurai Avenger The Blind Wolf. Uh, Those are both great shows uh, if you want to check those out. Uh, Those are all available through our feed, so stay tuned next week for episode 8 with myself, Marco, and Boz from Little Pot of Horrors covering uh, Deathgasm and The Devil's Candy, so it was kind of a cool exploration of metal, and I'm going to get to play around with some different types of music for that show, so that's pretty awesome. I can't wait to have that one out for you guys. Beyond that, I have a special show coming up with uh, the Raw Live and Unedited showrunners. Uh, We're going to do a little teaser discussing uh, what we have coming up that will be available only on the Raw Live and Unedited feed, and... Also, in the very near future, I have a guest spot on the wonderful show Cinema PsyOps on our Legion Podcast Network discussing a great 70s Jack Hill movie, which I won't reveal just in case I'm not supposed to yet, but look for that coming up in about a week or so as well. So, I think that is about it for now. Just keep up with our social media, whether it's uh, my personal pages on Facebook or Instagram or the uh, Instagram or Facebook account for Who Will Survive, and everything will be 
shared through those feeds and, and made known. When it is available, there's a whole bunch of other stuff I'm working on putting together and kind of toying with our schedule. So there's always going to be something for you guys. I just don't know exactly what it will be. Um, but until then, thanks for listening. And I give you Friends Till the End, Part 5, with Jerry Herring. Are you tired of the cast? Are you sick of its casty ways? Well then, kill the cast. Are you having trouble in the bedroom? Is your wife tearing down your confidence and your manhood on a daily basis? Are your kids the bastard children of other men? Well then, what are you waiting for? Kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. When you can no longer stand exotic, ravishing women approaching you in the street looking for a good time. When those bi-weekly infant blood transfusions simply aren't enough. When your parents just don't understand. It's time to kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast is the viable, safe alternative to injuring the cast, hurting the cast's feelings, or merely poking the cast with a stick. Why bother to leave the cast alive when you can kill the cast? Kill the cast is vitamin rich and is part of a high protein, low carb and low sugar diet. It's also calorie free, diabetic friendly and recommended by 10 out of 10 dentists. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. Kill the cast. I'm Mr. Watson from Horror Corridor part of the Horophilia Network of Horror Podcasts, and I approve this message. Straight from a legend's mouth, you heard it. Kill the Cast, a horror podcast for everyone from Cenobites to werewolves. Come join us exclusively on Horophilia.com.
top 10 and then I just cherry pick off of those lists it saves me the time of watching a lot of fucking shitty movies like I'm gonna end up going through this year yeah I, I'm shooting for I can't remember it said 40 or 50 2017 movies which I probably get like 20 in the past so I just kind of have to go out of my way a little more to get them but I'm sure I'm gonna watch a lot of fucking stupid ones there was already that one that came on Netflix and I was like, oh, cool, the first one to hit Netflix of the year. And I was about to watch it. And then I heard a, a show about it saying that it was fucking garbage. So. Oh, yeah, that uh, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Fuck, I can't remember the name. I can't either, but I know exactly what you're talking about. The fucking house movie. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and there was a new movie on Netflix about a haunted house or a home invasion or something, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, we haven't seen it, but it's fucking yeah, stupid. Yeah, fuck that movie already. I'm already fucking pissed at that movie because it ruined my expectations that I didn't have and haven't actually been shot. <laughs> I didn't even know it, like, it came out. I just all of a sudden heard yeah. saw just people in the in the groups just like trashing it. And I was like, all right, so I won't watch that one. Yeah, and I don't think Shudder has dropped uh, like a, or a 2018 exclusive yet, so... I just um, watched that another evil one that was like a 2017 exclusive from theirs. But oh yeah, everyone said that was really good. That's one I need to watch. Yeah, not bad. Uh, definitely entertaining, and it's it, it falls within like a ghostly house possession, human possession type of territory, which I'm not usually a huge fan of. But the character. Uh, interaction in the movie kept me engaged because it, it was basically doing like the, the creep type of thing where it's just two people isolated and, and a very awkward situation but it's it's shot in a standard filmography as opposed or standard film style as opposed to a found footage um, mm. I did I did not like creep and I uh, say it. yeah I know we were talking about that before yeah I didn't but I think I have the same problem with a lot of found footage movies mm-hmm. that um the the build up is super slow and then the payoff is is not enough to justify it right right which is like because if someone was like jerry what's your favorite found footage movie yeah like the two that are going to come to mind are cannibal holocaust and cloverfield right no i know what you mean it's like you you just follow these assholes around with them running and the camera shaky and they're fucking yelling at each other and stuff and then at the end the kill is basically spoiled because the fucking camera operator is the one that gets killed so um i i I can definitely appreciate that and uh, i mean creep it's kind of that same thing like either you buy into the characters and you're like yes i love this or you don't buy into them and you're like "Eh, it's just two dudes fucking around a guy being a weird asshole like yeah well no i bought into it and there were like but i don't know the beginning of it was like did you ever see the found footage movie megan is missing 
No, but I know the whole thing. Like, I know okay, the ending so and everything. So, that's one where the payoff is so good sure. that I'm like, you know what? It was worth sitting through that first boring-ass hour. Right. To have, like, this payoff that's actually enough to disturb me. Right. And with Creep, where I liked the characters. Right. And, like, my favorite parts were actually when he was back home kind of reviewing footage and right, talking right about all of it right because it started actually getting creepy yeah, yeah it's just the beginning of it was there was too much of you know what i think i would have just left i would have just been out i would have like yeah well the the second one it it helps you buy into the why you would stay thing more so i know you didn't like the first one but at least i i could say that that part of like if this person is being a fucking weirdo why wouldn't you just go and the second one kind of explains that away a lot better. So, well, the, can you really explain that away though? Because that would be on individual people. Sure, sure, yeah. But I think I don't you know. know. I, I, if it hits a, if it hits like Shutter or Netflix or something, yeah, I will probably give it a watch just to, to, yeah, I don't the, know, maybe see Peach Fuzz again or something. But the second one is on Netflix now. Is it? So yeah. Okay. Maybe. I, well, fuck. Now I might have to watch it. I actually, I, I feel like I, I like that one better, which at the uh, time that we reviewed it, I thought that I liked the other one better, and I have to see the second one again, but... Uh, the premise to the second one sounds more interesting to me. Yeah. But... Right, right. It's, it, it's like, uh, with, you've seen The Strangers, right? Yes. Okay, so that whole the whole thing there of not knowing... Yes. ...is what makes that movie... Right. And, I, and it's one of the big things, reason I'm excited to see The Strangers 2, because I want to see if they're going to fuck that up or not. Right. Like, I, like, I'm hoping they do not give a reason, or if they do give a reason, it's the greatest reason ever. Sure, sure. And with Creep 2, to me, that's where the territory is going to go into. Yeah. They're going to give a, a reason. Mm-hmm. It better be the best reason ever, otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't want to know it, because sure. it's creepier to not know. Yeah, yeah. No, I can appreciate that. And I, I always, I never disparage anyone if they're like, you know, oh, I fucking hated that movie, but I loved it because it's it's just like you said with the people, you know, leaving or staying, like everyone is going to be different person by person. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff that people taste. love that I'm like, uh, I don't know, you know, so. That's true. Like, that's the other thing, like. There's a difference between a movie being bad and a movie you just don't like. Yeah. Like, The Shining. Right. The Shining is an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Okay. I don't want to sit down and watch that ever again in my fucking life. I've seen it uh, five, six times. Right. Trying to, like, make myself like it, and I've just accepted it. I don't like it. It's a fantastic movie. It is It is done. Sure. Amazing. It's not a good book adaptation, okay. but it is a good movie. Okay. And and that's the same. And I think people need to remember to keep that in their head when like we're talking. Like I didn't like Creep Two, but I never said Creep Two was a bad movie. Right. Yeah. And I think people need to kind of keep that in mind. There's a difference between a bad movie and a movie that just did not fit your taste. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of that uh, that kind of blanket statement about like, oh, it fucking sucks. Or, you know, oh, dude. oh, that movie's shit. Like, this is why I'm actually not in a lot of, like, generic horror groups on Facebook. Right. Unless it's, like, podcast-related. Okay. Just because I feel like in 
in the podcast group, you get the cream of the crop of horror fans. Sure. Those are your best people. Yeah. They're more open-minded. They're more accepting. But you go into a group. Yes. No one reads the, the post before they comment. Yeah. No one checks to see if someone's posted about it before they post it. I'm right. the first person to say I didn't like the 2017 it. Let me fucking tell everyone. It's like, right, no, right. we've already heard you and every other uh, uh, miniseries blower there is. We've heard it. But they just constantly fucking right. go at it. It's like, oh, man, Facebook groups have some of the most annoying people I've ever yeah. had to deal with. But I, you don't get that so much in the podcast groups. No, I'm not in the in the horror group so much. I just uh, follow the podcast ones. The only I've I've definitely seen it even in the buy and sell groups, because some of them are like buy, sell, and collect or whatever. Yeah. And then someone will be like, "I just got the new whatever movie," and then all these people jump on and go, "Oh fuck that movie! That movie sucks!" <laughs> and like, it wasn't even a real movie. And it's like, yeah. well, I mean, maybe tone it down a little bit. Yeah, I you get one movie. You can pick one movie that you can bash no matter what. That you get to be your hypocrite movie. Right. But one, you don't need any more than that. Pick it. Don't change it. Like mine's the village. Okay. No matter what anyone says, if I see someone say the village is good, all of them, I'm the biggest hypocrite in the world because I'll fucking just shit all over that movie <laughs> as a bad movie. I can't think of. I can't think of one myself off the top of my head like that there's a lot of stuff that i don't like but i could see why people would like it unless i mean i guess there's a lot of really bad movies that i would feel annoyed if people were in love with it but but yeah that's an interesting one um so i feel like we've already we've been doing uh your podcast or my other podcast we've just been talking about movies here (laughs) (laughs) so why don't we actually talk about your podcast and uh uh, why don't we start with how you first decided to start that one, and was that your first podcast that you had ever started? It was not my first podcast, actually. Um, I used to do a retro gaming podcast Okay. Um, for Retro Collective, which uh, you can go on Instagram and type Retro Collective, and you will see how massive that hashtag is. Right. Um, and it was all about retro gaming. I did that for a while. Right. Um, and then I stopped. And uh, I was getting a little burnt out on YouTube videos because I was making retro gaming YouTube videos. And I wanted to do something horror related. Okay. But I just didn't know what. And uh, Jay, who's on the podcast, who I met through retro gaming, he, during Halloween, was doing the 31 month, uh, or 31 month, the 31 days of horror where you watch a horror movie every day. I was doing the same thing, but he was rating his and like giving mini reviews. (laughs) And uh, he shit on Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, no. And I was like, what the fuck? Cannibal Holocaust is fucking amazing. <laughs> How fucking dare you, right? sir? Asshole. And uh, we started talking about it. And I was like, you know what we should do, man? We should do a podcast. Because if you hate Cannibal Holocaust and I love Cannibal Holocaust, right. there's something here. That is literally reasons to go out and get married. Right. Like, you know that's going to be sitcom-worthy mm-hmm. uh, episodes. So... We did our first episode on City of the Living Dead, and uh, I, I created the name Kill the Cast because when you watch movies, there's always that one fucking person in the movie that you're just like, I wish they were dead. Yes. <laughs> Hurry up and fucking kill them and get them off the screen. I'm done with them. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> we did Kill the Cast, and we did uh, Lucio Fulci's 
City of the Living Dead because Jay had never seen it. Sure. Um, and it was not super uncommon, but not super common. It was right in that middle. Okay. And it was streaming on Hulu. And at the time, we were going to do all streaming movies. Okay. So we did it. And our next movie was supposed to be Creep Show 3, which don't ever watch Creep Show 3. It is a waste of your time. I have not it ever is, seen it. It is generally just a not good movie. Um, and I was like, Jay, this is fucking horrible. We're not doing this. So, so you might say uh, my life is better because I haven't seen Creepshow three. Your your life is so much better that when you wake up tomorrow, that mm-hmm. first breath you take, yes, should be dedicated to the fact that you did not have to take it while watching Creepshow three. <laughs> that fucking oh my god, that movie was bad. It's just especially coming off of Creepshow one and two. Yeah. It's not an actual creep show movie either. It's okay. shoehorned in. It's not real. Uh, okay. It's a it's a fake fucking movie. But um, <laughs> so then Jay is in Washington, so he's multiple. He's two hours behind me. All right. And we both don't have like set working schedules, so it's kind of okay. like hard to line up. So I was like, Jay, I'm going to record an episode with my buddy Kenneth. And if you want to record an episode with someone you know there locally or something, or someone you know online, do it. And as long as a Kill the Cast episode has one of us, it'll be a Kill the Cast episode. Right. And this way we can do more. So I called up my buddy Kenneth, which is, he's a lifelong friend of mine. He's, he's like my best friend in the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was like, hey, you remember how people used to say we should record our conversations? Let's record our conversations. So I brought him on and we did I Saw the Devil. Yes, which I remember that. fantastic fucking movie. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Kenneth thought it was mediocre. Um, okay. So we immediately stopped being best friends and I disowned him. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, you should do. Yeah. So, uh, but it worked. And then we did a few other episodes. We did Alligator, Black Cat, and eventually we got Jay to come on there with us. And okay. we were all three together. And then after we were all three together, we were like, this is, this is it right here. We got this. Yes. And... Two years later, um, we're still going, doing horror movies. We're in, we haven't hit 50 episodes yet, but uh, we're two years in. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good show. I, I'm glad that I sort of found you guys and, and started catching your shows kind of early on, so I was able to go back and listen to old ones too. But uh, Oh, your check's in the mail. Thanks for that endorsement. It's, uh, no, no. <laughs> um, it's just having, I, I I like how you said about just that you had the two of you, but then when you added the third person, that it really, um, that it really like made it what it is now. Which I think you know, there's something to be said for two people shows, and there's something to be said for, you know, three people shows, and even four people shows. But uh, it's, it, you know, it just depends on what kind of show you're trying to do. But the thing that you guys have, where there's a lot of, uh, a lot of contention on some of the picks. I think it's it's not that uncommon that one of you loves the movie and two of you hate it, or two of you love it and one of you hates it, and that makes for you know a good kind of listening because the other alternative is you know listening to my shows or Marco and I basically have the same opinion about most movies, <laughs> so it's really just us talking about whether we love or hate the movie. But there is a lot of contention, but also that I feel like that doesn't work as well with two people as much as but- with three. The thing that's great about a two-person podcast is if they love the movie mm-hmm. or if they hate it and they're together about it, 
Right. It's great because you either get to hear them just rant about how pissed off they are about this movie. Yes. Or you get to hear the compassion they have and, and well, not compassion, the passion they have for yeah. the movie. Because like for Kill the Cast, one of our best episodes was just Kenneth and me and we did Psycho 3. Yeah, I think I did listen to and that And that is one of like the, like, and we went super deep on that movie. Yeah. Um, And so like, regardless of if it's a two person, three person, four person, it's just all about how good the chemistry is between people. Yeah. Yeah. That's really all that matters. Yeah. And you got to find the right mix. Uh, you could definitely have the third person that's, you know, creates that adversarial role, but it doesn't make the right chemistry. And then it's just annoying or it doesn't work or, yeah. so it's definitely got to be the right mix. And I think, you know, we're, uh, both lucky that we've found people to work with for now that are are good, you know. And unfortunately, we both keep finding more fucking good people to work with and want to keep expanding into other things. So, besides kill the cast, I know you're working on well, not working on, but you already have um, at least one show going, right? Just we, one other show. So yeah, so one other uh, main podcast because under kill the cast we do have like. We have our commentary sideshow, um, which you will hear Mr. Paul Stevenson on uh, once I find the right movie to, to put him in. Yes. He will be doing a commentary with us. Hopefully I soon. I think I might actually try to make that because one of the commentaries I was going to do, I've now pushed back for a while. Okay. So I think uh, that now that I think I'm going to uh, pick a movie specifically to bring you in. So probably in the next month or two, Yeah. we will have you on there for that. Right. Love uh, and I've been wanting to get into uh, commentaries because I'm always the, like, I'm watching a movie and I think of, like, so many things to say and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to be funny or not to just my girlfriend alone. So I don't want to say shit all throughout the movie and piss her off because she doesn't think that I'm funny anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I just, you got to have your dog there and just have treats with you. So yeah, well, my, even when if it's a bad joke, you give him a treat and he thinks it's great. My son is a lot easier because he still like sort of buys into my bullshit. So <laughs> he's still like, oh, that's kind of funny sometimes. Do you but, ever fuck up and like make like um like negative jokes towards your children? Like because um, you've made jokes about like killing your children or something. Have you ever yes. done that towards them? Like like that they've actually heard me. Yeah. Do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just kidding. Yeah. Because uh, me and a old now I'm about to say something that uh, I don't advise to people. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and an old coworker of mine used to make uh, dad fucked me jokes. Okay. Um. You know, anytime we could make a joke about our dad raping us as children, we did. Okay. Well, one day I'm visiting my dad, and uh, I've been drinking a little bit, and uh, I make a my dad raped me joke. Okay. Uh, to someone else, but in front of my dad, and he looked at me. Like, <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? And, and it did not occur to me to not do that. And I was like, I wonder what would happen if Paul made uh, a joke to his kid. Like, yeah, that's that's a great piece of artwork. We'll uh, use it at your funeral tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's uh, it's definitely been a thing in in this house where uh, I I'm I'm very I, I do like the. Um, I can't think of the right way to describe it. Like, it's like sarcastic, but like sort of dry, like a deadpan sarcasm. So Monty Python. Yeah. So a little less wacky Monty Python. Yeah, like where I'll I'll 
you know, just be like, well, you know, if you weren't such a disappointment, then uh, maybe I would, you know, try a little bit harder to come to your to your basketball game <laughs> or, you know, stuff like that all the time. Uh, but I, I definitely joke around. I say joke around with finger quotes about how, like, they're a mistake or like that. I, if your mom would have just blew me that night, we wouldn't have this yeah. problem. Or, or like. Did I, did I have like a, a clock counting down until they're both 18 so I don't have to see them anymore? <laughs> or, um, you know, those kind of jokes. So. Again, air quotes, jokes. Uh, no, I I, I, <laughs> I feel like this has turned into the I hate my kids show. <laughs> so if anyone's listening and they heard the other episodes where I said things about my kids, I don't actually hate them all the time, just sometimes. Yeah, just, just like... All the time before they're 18. Yeah, yeah. So, but speaking of uh, of yeah. dads who who may or may not like their children, mm-hmm. the other podcast I do is the Married with Children podcast. Oh, that's right. Which I do with um, Alex Edwards, of formerly of the Skeleton Crew and Banana Laser. Sure. And uh, JP of Twenty Two Shots of Moves and Horror and Netflix and Chill. Right. And eight other podcasts. Right. Um. Then yeah, we just go uh, episode by episode reviewing Married with Children, and it's surprising, but we put out like hour to hour and a half long episodes based off of a 22-minute episode of Married with Children going into researching different things they say, pointing out pop culture references, putting ourselves in those positions, talking about what works, what doesn't work, and then Alex is one of the best editors in the game, so like his production on the show is fantastic. There's clips. Yeah. They're just like, I will listen to the show just to be like, I wonder what he edited out. Uh, yeah, I just have started to experiment with putting clips into our shows. Like um, two episodes ago, we did uh, Basket Case and It's Alive. And I, I cut a bunch of clips out from the, the movie and inserted it into you know, a part when we were talking about it. Because I think when you can do that, when it works right, it like adds so much production value. So, you know, it was literally like we would reference a part in the movie where they said the the hole in the skylight was too small for a human. It had to have been made by a baby. Like I said that and then I played the fucking clip right after I said it, you know. So it, it adds to the production value, but man, it fucking just takes time. <laughs> it's not easy to do. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to do. It just takes time. So I shouldn't say it's I, hard to do, but it takes time. I, to me, the hardest thing would be like trying to figure out exactly where you're gonna put that in it yes like, yeah that's find the, the part. right like flow for it yeah i've i've done pretty like i've only done a couple episodes where i really went heavy on clips but i'm getting better at it it just is whether i have time or not to do it so once in a while you get clips and once in a while you don't that's the the risk you take when you listen to the show <laughs> sometimes it's gonna be bad hey but that's better than every show i'm on because it's guaranteed <laughs> to be bad <laughs> oh we're just messing around so you have Married with Children, and you have the... Kill the uh, Cast. And Kill the Cast and the uh, the commentary show. And the KFC, and then I've got another thing. I've got another thing that I'm working on. It's in pre-production. Oh, and um, your, which... um, your Horror Pack one, too, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck, how could I forget about that? Uh, okay. horror, yeah, the unofficial Horror Pack podcast. Uh, that's a once-a-month show where me and Carly from Netflix and Chill... We review the Horror Pack. If you don't know what Horror Pack is, it is a mystery uh, box of DVD or Blu-ray. We do the Blu-ray. Sure. 
for $25 a month, you will get four Blu-rays. You have no idea what they are, but they are the same for each box. So it's not like me and Carla are getting different things. Yes. And one of them will be an exclusive. Now, usually this is going to be an indie film that's its first time on Blu-ray or it's only had limited Blu-ray release. Sometimes you will get signed Blu-rays. It's right. pretty it's pretty neat. Um and so we we will talk about the pack, how much the pack would have cost if you would have bought it like say on Amazon or something right. to see if it holds up against the $25. And uh, then we review whatever the exclusive was. Okay. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Um I think if you're a collector, it is it is great. It's great to get because it's 25 bucks a month. You're guaranteed to have it. Also, if you do YouTube videos for horror videos, right. you need to be getting it because it's literally a guaranteed video mm-hmm. every month. And people watch the shit out of horror pack unboxings. I don't know why. Okay. But they do. So, I, yeah, we do the horror pack. In fact, I got to record fucking this month sometime soon. Sure. I don't know when. Yeah, I've never done anything recording myself, uh, like, visually or, like, that type of thing. Um, oh, I've recorded you visually. Oh, no, I'm concerned. Just kidding, uh, I'm not. I'm excited. <laughs> Why do you think I send the dog out of the room? <laughs> Ironically, that's the only thing I ever put on YouTube was a video of my old dog was howling while my daughter was playing her oboe that she played for, like, one year when she was nine. <laughs> Back when you cared about her? Yeah. Yeah, back when she used to be cute, and her shenanigans were fun and not evil. Uh, she is definitely the kid that my parents wished upon me. In fact, I was just I was just telling her today that I did all the same shit that she did in school, but probably worse. But I still managed to actually accomplish things as well, and that was my my thing. Is she's she's being a, a slacker and also being a bad kid. Like at least have some fucking effort. Like go do stuff or. Yeah, if you're like, going to do drugs, at least be productive about it. Yeah, like I was, I, I still, I played on the high school soccer team and I was on a bowling team and I played on a basketball team outside of school and, but I was also, you know, smoking pot and hanging out with my friends late and getting drunk on the weekends and doing, you know, hood rat shit. So as we say. Now, do, do your kids like, or at least your daughter who's older, does she know you smoke pot? Um... Or do you like well, you think she knows, but you, you, it's not like openly told to her? It's it's a, a possibility that she knows or that she's at least suspicious, but it's never been directly addressed. Other than I I have taken the position of telling her that I don't, just because I try to I try to influence more by example than anything else. So I guess that's the only thing that I could say you could consider questionable. Because other than that, like, I eat pretty healthy, I exercise, I go to work, I, you know, produce creative content. Like, I, I do all positive What if she things. looks up all your creative content? So, um, I what just if kinda, she, like, I just tomorrow look, wakes up and is just like, you know there. what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to support my dad's creative process. Yeah. Well, and that, that happens. Listening. <laughs> She's going to be like, yeah. so I heard uh, you and Jerry, yeah. uh, dad. What the fuck? Where's my joint at? She'll be like, I listen to your favorite movies to watch when you're getting high with Darren Wilson. <laughs> and uh, what the fuck is that about? No, actually, oh, I, I already have. I can't remember which show. I, I, I had talked about this with somebody before. Maybe I wasn't even on a show. It was just, you know, part that was cut out. But <clears throat> my my uh, 
answer to if that ever comes up is um, if you can accomplish half of the things that I accomplish on a weekly basis, then I'll allow you to also participate. So you I have would just to... be like, well, you know what? When your mind is is better developed, yeah, and you know your responsibilities can handle your responsibilities, yeah, then yeah, it's 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 like having a beer. You're fucking fine. I would just tell when her in, that. I would tell her that if she could run half as many miles in a week as I do, then I would let her do it. And there's no fucking way that she would ever put that much effort into it. So I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> I would win. I, I already have a, a plan to win that fight. So <laughs> what, what happens? You wake up one day and like some of your pots gone and you, you start blaming her. And then it turns out this whole time your dog's been smoking weed behind your back. Oh, that would be awesome. If he did. <laughs> And then you find out, and then y'all become, like, even bigger buddies. I know. Because you're like, what the fuck? We could have been smoking this entire time together. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like the story from Half-Baked. Yeah. Like, oh, talking about fuck, connecting yes, with you... this kid or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mary yeah. Jane, you smoke weed? Yeah. She's like, no? Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I've actually uh, I've stepped up my effort to conceal, and when I'm not home, but the the kids might be here like i'll put shit away more because uh, they're older so like they could stay home when i'm not here and uh just you know don't answer the door and call me if something weird goes down don't cook so <laughs> don't are they allowed to like make ramen or like nothing like no, if nothing, they can't go in the microwave yeah nothing with fire no no fire <laughs> is allowed uh, so yeah microwave or like a bowl of cereal that's cool <laughs> you know oh you know what i was thinking about earlier today What's that? I was like, I think I might own more clothing that says Buffalo, New York than you do and you live in Buffalo, New York. Oh, right, because of uh, Every Time I Die? Yeah.
because I was looking, I was, I was thinking about it earlier as I was putting up what I'm, I was putting up uh, my uh, 2017 Christmas sweater for every time I die. Sure. And I was putting it up with all the other ones from the past like four or five years because it's about time for me to stop wearing it. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I probably own more like Buffalo, New York shirts than <laughs> Paul and Dave and they live there. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what I own. I have one Sabre shirt and I have one knockoff Sabre shirt. It's like a Buffalo hockey and it's in blue and gold colors, but it's not like an official Sabre shirt. It's from like a local yeah. t-shirt company, but it had a cool hockey mask on it. So I was like, oh shit, looks like, looks like a Friday the 13th Sabre shirt. That's uh, dope. Fuck it. Yeah, that blue and gold is cool. Uh, every time I die, I did uh, their Christmas show yeah. they do in a Buffalo and uh, Violent Gentleman was a clothing company. Okay. They did a blue and gold every time I die right. hockey jersey. Right. And I wanted that thing so bad. Yeah. And uh, what do I have like one Bills jersey and one Bills t-shirt. So, yeah, probably I would say at the most. And I have a couple other just from I like some of the local t-shirt companies. They have um, they, they have shirts that have like a saying that would make sense to people that are from Buffalo kind of thing. Like I have one that's like a giant nickel and it says something about Buffalo on it because we're like the Nickel City. Um, I have... Uh, what the fuck does that mean? You're the Nickel City? Uh, Are y'all the reason we have Nickelback? No, no. No, that's Canada. Are you... Sh- no. Oh, yeah, you're That's right. Canada's fault. Aren't you like... Blame like Canada. You could literally spit and hit Canada? Yes. Yeah, because I live super close to Niagara Falls. Like, I'm 15 minutes from Niagara Falls, 15 minutes from downtown Buffalo. So... Niagara Falls is, you know, just the other side of the river is Canada. So, so one of these days, I'm gonna go minutes. to an every time I die show in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, and I'm gonna come stay at your house. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you could sleep. I don't know where you could sleep, but we'll find somewhere. I'll sleep in the dog bed. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, how did you end up having? Every time I die, become your your favorite band. Like, where did you hear them from? Because it's not like that common of a band to to be like someone's it's favorite. It's not, band but you know, the there's a there's a Facebook group for every time I die fans that's like six thousand people in there. Mm-hmm. Like every time I die has a super strong fan base. Like they literally, yes. their fan base is fucking insane. Um, but when I was in seventh grade okay a friend of mine gave me a uh, made me a mix cd of all post-hardcore music mm-hmm. and the first song on there was uh romeo a go-go by every time i die okay which is off their hot damn album yeah and i heard this and i had never heard anything like that like like this i was just like this is like punk but 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 also metal crazy like all, yeah because i was never a big because i don't listen to metal i actually don't like metal um, it's boring to me. It's too technical. I like the the raw feeling of yeah. like punk inspired music. I, I like that. And then, and then you're taking that, but then you're adding all this like emotional stuff into it. And I was big right. into writing poetry. I still am. I write a lot of poetry. No one reads it because no one gives a shit about poetry. Sure. But I write it. That's fair. Um, so I was just like, oh my god, this is the thing. So I immediately went and got that album, and I wore that thing out and. Since that day, Every Time I Die has been my favorite band. I buy their Christmas sweater every year. I have awesome. every album on vinyl. I have um, 
The lead singer Keith wrote a book uh, two years ago. I've got that sign. Okay. I have a drum head behind me okay. from one of their shows from uh, the 5-18-17 show where the guitarist Jordan drew the uh, Nashville Predators logo. Yeah, I saw a, a picture of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I've got that signed by every member of the band. Nice. Um, like, like I just like they've never put out an album that I was like, "This sucks." They sold out. Like everything uh-huh. is constantly new and good. Yeah, and they've been around forever too, like so long. Yes, they like, and they've been going strong. They like to be around that long and to have so many good albums where like most of their fa- I rarely ever hear someone go. Oh, I don't like their new sound. Yeah, no, you like, don't really. You know, it's it, it's just fucking solid, solid fucking stuff. And um, if you're yes. into like lyrics, some of the like best deep lyrics that has ever fucking come out. I yeah, I I praise every time I die constantly. Yeah, no, that's cool. I I forget sometimes that that we have sort of that unofficial connection. <laughs> um, I think I had told you before that I. I went to school with Andy, but we weren't like friends or anything. It was just like, the only reason I even remember who he was is um, because he beat up like this one popular wigger kid when I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> that sounds right. That sounds that sounds about right for Andy. You and, know he does uh, wrestling matches now? Oh, no, oh, really? No. No, well, I mean, this kid was like just being a dick. Like he was, it was kind of like the kid was being a bully and then he stood up for other kids and like beat the fuck out of this wigger kid yeah so. that definitely sounds right up fucking andy's alley <laughs> and this was back like i was in ninth grade and he's he's i think maybe a year or two older than me so i'm 38 now so i don't know how old he is but i think he's a little bit older than me because my friend joe actually was kind like not really like friends but like knew him a little better because he was the same age as him uh so yeah it's just funny that we were like we're in the same high school but i only knew him because of that one incident that i was like who was that guy that beat up? Uh, what I don't remember the other kid's name. It was like, oh, that's uh, Andy Williams. It's like, oh no shit. And for yeah. a, for a reason, it was one of those things that through all the drugs and head injuries that I've had, I remembered that I fucking <laughs> saw that kid beat that wigger kid up in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for me, anytime I hear someone's from Buffalo, New York, I'm like, so do you listen to every time I die? Yeah. Do you know who they are? Like, they're definitely just known here for sure. I I just hope so. I know their last music video they put out, Map Change. The entire thing is filmed in Buffalo, New York. Okay, oh, that's cool. And it looks depressing to live there. Uh, yes and no. It's a lot of like old, you know what I mean. And then because yeah. of winter, you can only really like work on shit when it's not winter. So it's it's like fucked up because all summer everything is getting worked on, and then all winter everything is kind of a disaster because it's winter so but uh, yeah i don't see how you go out running in that shit man uh i don't know it's because i hate myself when it drops below 40 degrees here i am the biggest bitch ever yeah i i was just uh talking the other day to somebody that i won't usually won't go out if it's below 20 is my cutoff that's my threshold yeah, I know. You told me that one day. You're like, yeah, I usually won't go out below 20, but uh, I'm going to go run today. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, how, what's it, what's it out there? He was like, you're like, oh, no, something like 10 degrees. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, if it's, if it's like sunny and not windy, but it's just that cold, because the only thing that's really exposed is my face. And uh, I even, I bought this thing this year to cover up my face. So that's really just like the, the part to see out. So 
Uh, it's not so bad until, like, towards the end when you're all wet from sweat, but your body temperature adjusted, so you're not sweating so much anymore, and then the wind starts making you frozen. But other than that, it's fine. I'm in pain just listening to you talk and, about it. Oh, and, and running in snow is brutal. It's like running in sand, except it's cold. Ugh. <laughs> So when people don't shovel their sidewalks is like my biggest pet peeve in the world. These fucking assholes around here don't shovel their sidewalks or they get their driveway plowed and the guys that plow their driveway just push the snow onto the sidewalk. They're like, well, fuck people that are walking or running. <laughs> it's like, yeah, thanks, asshole. Now I have to go around this four foot high mountain of snow. Fucking oh, run into the street hilarious. or try and climb over it like some kind of a fucking explorer or some shit. Just bullshit. run straight through it and leave a yeah. fucking uh, Looney Tunes like <laughs> yeah, a human cutout. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty tight. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, I'm I'm like going a little extra psycho about it this summer or this winter because I want to try and do a whole marathon in the spring, but I, I don't want to be going out as much as I am in this cold. It's just. Yeah, and when the, you uh, run, do you do you listen to music? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you listen to audiobooks? Do you listen most, to mostly monks? mostly music? I can do podcasts, but sometimes it starts to get annoying when really like anything gets annoying. Like towards the end, I'm just like fuck everything. Uh, so <laughs> that's how I am when I start. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I am when I finish because I never actually make it there. At the beginning, I'm like fired up and I'm like, yeah, I'm rocking to my songs and I'm like lip syncing and pumping my fist and shit, bob my head. And like at the end, I'm like, I fucking hate every song that was ever made. I don't care about anything. So it's hard with podcasts because I'll be into it and kind of listening. But then sometimes towards the end, I start getting annoyed and I'm like whatever they're talking about and they're laughing and i'm like it's not fucking funny my life sucks right now <laughs> god damn it jerry so, shut the fuck up um if but you yeah. say another fucking bad thing about nightmare on Elm street i swear to god when i first started no you're fine with that because i'm i don't hate nightmare on elm street but it's not my favorite franchise for sure yeah uh, i'm getting more people on my side but uh no when i when i first started i'm also a big fantasy football fan so i used to listen to this one fantasy football podcast that it was like a short show that came out every day, so I would listen to that while I was running. This was like a half an hour or whatever, and uh, I would like listen to that every day. But then I started feeling like I wasn't able to pay enough attention to like real shit where I needed to remember names and statistics and stuff, and then get home and actually, you know, put that to a proper thought and execute, try and pick those players up or whatever. So. So I started just relying on music because you can get a lot from from like having a good rhythm or something that that pops up like you'll have a shuffle on and then something comes up and you're like oh yeah this is my shit right here and then you kind of all of a sudden little... that Ricky Martin comes on and you're yeah. living the vida loca right your hips get a little more lively some Shakira comes on and then your hips just don't lie anymore <laughs> now not through those fucking five inches of snow right. But uh, eh, it's it's whatever. It's my Wait, thing. Is five inches even like is that a lot? Or that's not a lot for y'all, is it? Y'all get like uh five. I mean, five isn't crippling. Five is like is like slow you down. Like it's it's definitely like it's not shutting down schools or anything like that for sure. Gotcha. Everyone just goes out and cleans it up and goes to work or whatever. So or they pay some fucking asshole to plow their driveway and they push it into the <laughs> sidewalk. <laughs> 
We're going to find out where you live and let you just send messages to everyone there. It's like, please put it in your sidewalk. I know. Just my whole neighborhood. The snow will be three feet deep. Like, yeah. Well, you fuck. Won't be able to... And then I'm going to hit you up. Hey, if you can't run, man, you can come do this KFC with me. <laughs> I just resort to running in the street instead. <laughs> I'm like, just fucking hit me. I don't even care anymore. I got nothing left to live for. Yeah. I hate my children. My, my girlfriend bought me uh, like one of those yellow reflective vests to, to wear <laughs> when I go out at night. Because I'll run. I mean, it gets dark by like five o'clock in the winter, four thirty, five o'clock. It's dark here. So I don't even get home from work until it's already dark. I gotta go run in the dark and cold, so she's like, at least wear this reflective vest so you don't get hit by a car, too. She's like, I don't want to take care of your fucking kids. Put this on. Yeah. Well, she knows that it wouldn't kill me, and I would just, like, limp home and then be all sore and, and annoying and pissed off. So she doesn't want to deal with me complaining about how my hip is broken or something. Oh, my God. You'd just be laying around for a month with your hip broken? Yeah. Complaining? I, like, I wouldn't go to the doctor or anything. i just fucking walk it off. It's like, look, I'm just going to lay here. Feed me McDonald's yeah. and let me die. Well, that's I have that like that old man toughness. Like I'm too, I'm too stubborn for my own good. Like I'll just be fucked up and just deal with it. Not be like I need to take some time off or recover, or relax or I'm like nah, I'm fine. Just just push through. Feel like that fucking knight from uh, Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing. I I can still fight with my other arm. I'll fucking I'll kick you with my one leg. It's just a scratch. Yeah. <laughs> Your whole arm is gone. Yeah. <laughs> That's good shit. Ah, oh, shit. Um, so, uh, usually we uh, we try to get into some kind of a topic, and I know you had talked about um, some of the PG-13 horror movies that were coming out, or just, I guess, maybe a stigma, you would call it, attached it's... to PG-13 horror. Yeah, it's my gripe that people automatically will shit on a... Um horror movie for being pg-13 and i'm like well hold on a second because we need to look at what subgenre of horror it is before you can do it if a slasher comes out and it's pg-13 shit all over it. i'm sure. i'm completely sure. okay but a paranormal movie no do you know how many great paranormal like pg-13 movies there are right there's fucking ton like look at like even though i don't really care for the movie the sixth sense okay the ring the others Mm -hmm. fucking uh the insidious fucking franchise like sure. and not only that you have like um there's a lot of good creature features tremors uh arachnophobia yeah um and cloverfield there's and there's cl classics like the monster squad who who's hating on the monster squad and killer clowns from outer space yeah, yeah like that movie rules exactly and then like there's also like serious films like the the exorcism uh, fucking the Exorcism of Emily Rose. Right. That movie is one of the best exorcism movies out there outside of, like, The Exorcist. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Everyone, including Marco, my co-host, keeps telling me I need to see that. It's super good. Like, I didn't watch it because it was an exorcism movie, and I'm right. like, nope, not watching this shit. And then Watson of Horror Corridor was like, you must watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. So I did, and he was right. It's fucking fucking great right yeah that's what everyone's but, been saying but i just don't get this like i'm going to shit on it automatically because it's it's just not right there and it's like why they're like because there there's so many different subgenres of horror movies yeah that you shouldn't diminish one I, slasher is literally the only one that i'll be like okay you know what i can't you're fine you can yeah. shit on it 
Well, even, uh, I, I mean, I guess that Happy Death Day movie, that, that was sort of a slasher movie, and it was PG-13, and I thought that was pretty good. A lot of people yeah, that really liked that bad. last year. I think the thing is, I mean, what is it that, that discerns between a PG-13 and an R-rated movie? I mean, obviously you have nudity, language. I think I think most people are more of, worried of about violence. Yeah, is the gore is what most people are worried about. Right, but I feel like that's the thing you can get away with the most in PG-13. You can still have a pretty fair amount of blood. I mean, look at how much gore is on like fucking AMC or you know any of these just cable TV shows. So yeah, you can get away with a fair amount of gore. You just you can't show tits, you can't show bush, you can't show dick. And you can't say fuck. And a we bunch need of times. more dick. Yeah. Like Who doesn't? we just did, well, we, we were taught we uh, had to review <laughs> Plank Face on the unofficial horror pack podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you get a lot of dick. And yeah. me and Carly were like, we need more dick. Like I'm, I all this female nudity and the chicks they get fucking nothing. Right. Well, like speaking of a movie you didn't like, uh, Creep Two, there is a fully hung dong in that movie. See, so, we need more dick. Right. <laughs> I will watch Creep 2 now just to support dick in <laughs> horror movies. Uh, more dick in horror. Hashtag more dick for horror 2018. Let's make this happen. More Hashtag more male nudity in horror. <laughs> I mean, that's classier yeah. than what I said. But uh, just more dicks yeah. is what I'm saying. Because like, like, chicks get nothing. Yeah. Like, fuck well, it. We need to be... In, in fact, you know what? I don't know if this will... This probably won't come out during this month. But technically, this is Women in Horror Month. Okay. And if they're showing their tits and their ass and their bush, we need to be giving the same... We, like, yeah. our, us topless doesn't count. No one cares about a guy's ass. Right. That's like a baby's, a baby's ass. You can show it anywhere and no one gives a fuck. Right. It's on fucking uh, diapers and no yes. one cares. But, so we need to offer more dick. Like, even yeah. if they don't want to see it, we, we at least need to have it there as an as an offering. So well, they it's, go, it's more oh, like an equality good. thing. Like, why, yes. why do they have to shy away from that versus the other thing? Um, yeah. But yeah, I think the, the nudity is definitely a big thing for PG-13, which to, to me, like, I don't, I mean, I, I don't complain when there's nudity or whatever, but I don't miss it if it's not there. Uh, the, the thing to me would be language cutting, but you could still be effective without having you, you uh, get a at whole least grip one of fuck. fucks. Yeah, it doesn't have to be overloaded. Like, sometimes I think that works better, but it doesn't have to be a part of it. For sure, and yeah, sometimes it's too much. Oh yeah, definitely. The one thing they could take that would be the easiest thing is language. Yeah, especially uh, like a paranormal movie or something like that that you're talking about. When you get into those movies where people are are freaking out and they're screaming at each other, and that's really like the tension of the movie. And then when you throw a bunch of swearing in there, it becomes excessive. I think sometimes. Yeah, so. like they don't have to sit there and scream. Oh fuck! 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 Yeah. Like change it to shit. Change it to damn. Yeah. Just change it to them screaming. They don't even have to yeah. be like saying words. Make it a like literally. We it doesn't matter what they're saying. It's like a fucking rap song in 2017. No one cares what they're saying as long as the beats fire. Yes. Same thing here. As long as they're, they're we can tell they're terrified. You're getting your point across. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you think part of the uh, the hatred on that is? that it's it's sort of an attempt to 
to mainstream some of these movies or make them more uh, more readily available and i know there's kind of this thing with a lot of the hardcore horror fans that want they like the fact that it's kind of a sacred to like you know we all joke about uh people that don't watch horror movies we like call them the normies or you know stuff like that so i think there's maybe a little bit of that from some people too where they're they see the attempt to make pg-13 is like well that's for everybody yeah but here's the thing we have to we you have to it's like when you put out an album mm-hmm. you have to have a single for the radio because yes. you got bills to pay yes all the because these same people that would be like oh they're trying to mainstream uh horror yeah are the same people who do not buy indie horror movies sure. who will go and just watch something via their hacked amazon fire stick instead of going and buying the blu-ray and supporting yes. people yeah. and i'm just like put your fucking money where your mouth is if you sure. actually want to support people do it what are you doing to actually support instead of bitching about this horror movie is PG 13. Right. Like who gives a shit? The movie's good. The movie's good. The rating does not matter. Yeah. And I, I think there's still enough of everything that it's like, well, if, if more PG 13 ones get to the theater, but that gets the attention on the genre and then people are willing to put more money into it. And then you get more movies made for, a Netflix or an Amazon or uh, just yeah. you know a straight to VOD even, and so the 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 attention definitely doesn't hurt the, yeah, the genre need, in general. We need PG thirteen horror movies mm-hmm. because that's the only way we get the the high school the middle school and high school kids to go see a movie. Yes, have revenue so that director can maybe next time make an R rated horror movie because they can be like, look how well my last movie did. Yeah. Now they can do it. Like, I don't think people, especially in the horror community, think so in the now. They don't consider, you know, this is a play for the next one. Right. Like, they don't understand that we're building something here. And it's the same way, like, uh, the new Hellraiser movie is about to come out. Yeah. And there's so many people that are like, I won't watch it because it's not Doug Bradley. Right. So because, like, I understand, yeah, he's the main actor. He did... He's done all the Hellraisers except for two now with the new one. Okay. But are you telling me so once he's dead, we're not allowed to have Hellraiser movies anymore? Right. No pinheads? Like, do you, like, why can't we have that? Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it worked. The Friday 13th remake, the dude, uh, Derek, whatever his name was, Derek Mears, he did yeah. just as good of a job as Kane Hodder. And I love Kane Hodder, but he did a damn fine job. Yes. Like, yeah, he was great too. Uh, no, I, th- I, I mean, so like if you go by last year, um, I took both of my kids to go see Split, which was, I mean, that was a great movie. How, how uncomfortable was the, was the child molestation scene for you? Uh, I mean, it's nothing that they're not used to already, but, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, not me from their uncles as well, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. I leave them with old uncle sausage fingers. <laughs> for the weekend and they come back well, all sad. I put them in a room and I say, you can either listen to Limp Biscuit or have fun with me. Make your choice. <laughs> that is a very tough choice. <laughs> Both of those things sound awful. Uh, hey, couple of years of therapy, mouthwash, uh, take care of it. Limp Biscuit is forever. That will always be in your head. Right. You will always have to sit there and look yourself in the mirror and go, I know all the words to Nookie. Right. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, I mean, maybe for 
I guess more normal families that would be more uncomfortable, but um, I mean, for my kid, that's like PG-13 is like PG horror to him because um, he's he's only 11, but he's watched some pretty serious shit. So that was like nothing to him. I can't wait for y'all to sit down and watch a Serbian film as a family. Uh, yeah, we're not quite there yet. <laughs> we're working our way up. We're gonna we're gonna start with Irreversible. Start oh do Cannibal and work our way up. Oh yeah yeah that's a good one. I mean, I didn't see it, but I heard your review, so I know. It sounds like a family movie. Oh, tons of dick. Um, no, we, I mean, we went to see that, and that was fine. Um, the, the experience was good, but I was going to say, when I went to see Happy Death Day, I went just with my girlfriend, and there was a bunch of fucking kids, like, my daughter's age, or maybe a little older. And even, like, the, the mom that was with them, they were all, like, being disrespectful and fucking talking and rude. And it's, oh, it's sort of... It sort of ruined my experience where I was able to see that it was a good movie through it, but I was like, fuck, this is so annoying. Um, yeah, I actually don't, went. I, I don't go to movie theaters that much because of that exact thing. Yeah. And, I, and it seems like theaters no longer try to stop it anymore. Yeah. So if I go to the movies, it's like the middle of the week on a mm-hmm. Tuesday morning or something like that so that I don't have to deal right. with that kind of shit. Well, like, I went to see Star Wars twice, and both times it wasn't people acting like fools. Uh, you know, people reacted to the movie during it and stuff, but they weren't just, like, having independent conversations during. But I think, I don't know, because that movie, it was, like, pretty girls in college and fucking 50 cents in the commercial. And, you know, they're like, oh, cool, it's like a pretty girl movie. Let's go see it. You know, so it was more of an allure to annoying teenage girls, but... Uh, I mean, it was whatever. It was fine. I don't, I don't uh, hold too much of a grudge because I'm like, at least they fucking went and supported the movie. They did. And it, one it, it person did. paid for the ticket, and they just let everyone else in from the fire exit. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, there was a mom with them, so they probably didn't. She's, speak in. she's the one that paid for the ticket. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, it was fine, and I think, I think that's you know a good uh, point of view where. Sometimes you're going to have these kids that are maybe casual fans, but if, say, there was five girls there talking and one of them was like, you know, there was some actual, like, cool shit in that movie and they want to check out something else. So if you, you know, strike a nerve with one out of five kids that goes to it, then you start building the future fan base. But it's hard because the the R movies, everyone's scared to take kids to and stuff. Like, I take my kids to, to I'll take Cal to R-rated movies, I don't give a fuck. I took him to see. Well, yeah, you're. Jigsaw, I mean, you're. So. <laughs> you're like. You're like half an annoyance away from going to get a pack of cigarettes and never coming back. <laughs> Not so much with him. He's all right. <laughs> he's the good one. Well, he's he's got a few years before yeah. that changes. He's the, maybe uh, I don't know. He's the Elijah Wood to uh, my daughter's the Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I couldn't fucking. I don't know. I've got a cat, and he's a jerk, and I love him. Yeah, my dog is a dick, too, but I love him. It's, like, cuter when it's an animal. It's like, oh, they don't get it. They're yeah. When my cat throws up, it's fine, but when the fucking child throws up, I'm like, quit being a <laughs> pussy and hold your liquor better. Uh, my, my son threw up so bad all over his bedroom a couple of weeks ago, and it, like, it ruined my whole night and the next day <laughs> because it was so much work to clean it up. That it was like after eating pizza puke, so Ugh. it was all just like I had, I like the carpet is still stained, but 
I scrubbed the thing so hard for like an hour and then did all this laundry and I was so exhausted the next day and just mentally burned out and I couldn't even get my head screwed on straight. <laughs> Should have just burned the whole house down and yeah. started over. <laughs> I thought about it. Just grab my dog and my Hot Toys Chewbacca and fucking throw a match on it. <laughs> Oh, fucking hilarious. Fucking, yeah, um, yeah, so I think horror fans in general right. are, are it's, it's a double-edged sword. We're super passionate about everything. Right. So sometimes we get up in arms about shit we really shouldn't be up in arms about. Right. But, like, some people just are always trying to look for the negatives. Yeah. And just, like, yeah. as soon as they hear a movie is PG-13, they're ready to burn it at the stake, and it's like... You you haven't seen the movie. A lot of times it's like I'll hear them trash it before they've even seen a trailer for them to like shit on. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. That's just kind of that's just kind of the societal way of things now too. So uh, it's it's like you had mentioned earlier, like who who's gonna be the first one to post about how they hate something? That's like a badge of honor. Like I'm the first one to say that I hated this movie. Yeah, I want to go on the record. I was the first person to say I hated Who Survives. Uh, podcast that was fucking a terrible idea i don't even yeah. know why you chose that name you but, had a much better name i don't remember what it was uh i don't remember either wait no I, you didn't because i voted on who survived oh <laughs> i was like i was like do that one because then you can like make it into a game yeah yeah uh that was actually marco came up with that that's pretty much the only thing that he's come up with for the show <laughs> Hey, some people just show up. That's all Jay's job is on Kill the Cast. I'm like, hey, buddy, yeah. just fucking show up and say something at some point. No, well, that's he. He knows that I'm like the mad scientist, and he just he just wants to show up and then get out of the way and let me do my thing. No, that's so. fine because I do the same thing with Kill the Cast. I pick almost everything we're we're doing, when we're doing it, how it's going to be done. Like every like like our birthday uh, birthday year bash tournament we're doing right i came up with that I, i've got like just l notes and notes and notes on like just ideas yeah for different things i have to um i have to throw an insult at him every one of these episodes because i know he listens to him so i always i always try to sneak a joke in to make fun of him oh so that was shit. for him yeah paul said um greedo always shot first <laughs> there is no slight head notch to han solo and uh Boba Fett sucks. That's what Paul said. I didn't say it. I also said I that the, the George Lucas remastered versions of the original trilogy are far superior than the original cuts. Yeah. And to be fair, the uh, the two Ewok movies and the holiday Christmas special, way better than the original trilogy. Uh, like, yeah, I'd have one... To, I'd have to rewatch them, but they have more Ewoks, so... Exactly. And... Uh, you get Bubba Fett actually doing something in the in the cartoon special. Plus, more Wookies. There's an old grandpa Wookie yes. who looks like a half retarded dog. Um, <laughs> I love half retarded dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so much. But that's what he said. I would never say such things, Marco, yeah. as a uh, <laughs> true respectable person. Um, I don't even watch the prequel trilogy. That's how dedicated I am. I. I sit here and pretend they don't exist. Attack of the Clones for life. No, I've. In fact, I only own bootleg jam. copies of the original trilogy, twice over, because they won't. I've got the theatrical cut in 35 millimeter print okay. on Blu-ray. Because why not? And then the despecialized version on Blu-ray. 
Yeah, yeah I want to buy the, the like a bootleg of the despecialized ones. I know there's a bunch of people yeah. that sell it on eBay for a reasonable price. Yeah, that's what I I, well, I bought mine off of a, in a Facebook group. A guy was like, hey, I can do despecialized, and I got the 35 millimeter prints. Okay. And I was like, both. And then my friend made fun of me. He was like, why would you buy a 35 millimeter print on Blu-ray? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, because it's got all the scratches in it, and it's cool. Right, right. Yeah, I uh, I just went through and rewatched a few of them. And the set that we have is so old that it's not even uh, it's not even in widescreen. It's still in fucking square box. Oh jeez. Like, yeah, I've got like we have it right after they released the box set from the, when they put all the horror shit back in the fucking Jabba oh, the yeah. Hutt CGI and all that shit. I have the first VHS box set that they put out. Oh really? Um, I don't have anything like yeah. That. And I have a one of like I've never really gotten into the Star Wars expanded universe. Right. But I did pick up like one of the first one. I don't know if it's the first one or one of the first one. I don't know. Marco could probably tell me, but it came out in 1978. It's called Star Wars Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I and read, I, picked I read that it up. comic book, yeah. Well, no, no, this is a, a novelization. Oh, okay. This is a novel, not a comic. Okay, yeah, I read but the I comic version. Because it's done by Alan Dean Foster, who's done like, he did the novelization for Alien, novelization for like John Carpenter's The Thing. Like, he's all about doing movie novelizations. But apparently, okay. um, Splinter of the Mind's Eye was like one of the first like Star Wars books to ever come out that was, you know, stories set in the Star Wars universe. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. Marco can tell me. I'm sure he's, he's probably yelling at, his his phone right now listening well not right now he, but in time traveling universe while he's listening he probably already turned it off by now yeah, he's like fucking idiots stop talking about some shit they don't know anything about i i understand marco i do the same thing when i hear people <laughs> like talk about godzilla wrong <laughs> so what would you say that uh some of your favorite pg-13 horror movies are all right here we go um I was actually just kind of looking some up because I had to think about it myself. Um, Critters. Critters is awesome. Oh, nice. I, I fucking love Critters. Um, Tremors, who doesn't love that? The Mothman Prophecies. I okay. love um, Cryptids and uh, Cryptozoology. Mm -hmm. And the Mothman Prophecy. I love the Mothman story. And the Mothman Prophecy did an okay job of it. And it was really creepy at certain times with like the phone call stuff. So I loved it. Um... The Monster Squad is um, a yeah. top ten favorite movie of mine of all fucking time. Yeah, I also uh, w with the Monster Squad, I have a little bit of a soft spot for uh, sort of that um, that that old uh, hate speech in movies that was kind of fun back then. <laughs> oh guess. yeah, when you yeah you could just drop f bombs all you wanted. Yeah. yeah, you know I actually uh, brought up a point when um, with the 2017 it movie. Yeah. Um. So they purposely took out the the racism, right? Uh, where they were actually using like like uh, derogatory words, right? Like dropping the n bomb. They took yeah, that completely yeah. out. Yeah, but they were still that. okay with saying the f word, with no problem. Right. And I'm like, well, that's. I mean, it's not as bad as the n word, but it's still a derogatory term, especially in 2017. Uh huh. Like, and yeah. I used to say it like it was punctu. Like I used it like it was fucking punctuating my sentences. But I felt that I, I was like, I can use this. I was called it my entire life. In fact, my dad didn't even tell me what my real name was till I was like fucking 13. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, 
I I didn't um I didn't actually see it yet. I'm gonna see it this weekend for the first time. Um, oh, so good. I'm I'm glad you tell me that now, so I don't like fuck up and spoil something for you. Uh, I think I pretty much know it. Like I I didn't have a huge anticipation for it, so I just listened to some reviews, and I'm sure that I've heard most of what happens. But uh, that's fine. You don't have to. Oh, okay. Uh, well, but, but um, I I was thinking that uh, they probably just wanted to not put that in there because they didn't want to make the movie about the controversy that they did, you know, say whatever you know racist word or that they put that kind of hate speech into the movie. I feel like it would it would take away from what they were trying to do with the movie. Well, the only thing is, like, is that was that was a part of the book and it's a big part of the and of the the one of the character stories right and the problem is is it's like they almost nuked that character's entire backstory yeah that's and i had it heard. makes me think that they did it because they did not want to go down that route they were like well, right. we'll just make him an outsider and then that's that and we'll give his backstory to someone else instead and i'm just like yeah the fuck well it's it's such a like shitty thing that i think Again, maybe with, even though they made this movie in R, they didn't want to make it um, too uncomfortable. To, you know, it's just like I don't like hearing that kind of stuff. But obviously, when they do shit like that in a movie, it's like you know a movie with rape or a movie with racism or a movie with child abuse, and you're like, it obviously it doesn't yeah. feel feel good to see that stuff. But or that's Paul what it's supposed to be movies. about. <laughs> hey, I don't abuse my kids. I can't cop to any of the other two things. <laughs> Either of those, I won't admit. But yeah, I feel you. The the point of it is to make you feel uncomfortable. It like um, yeah. I don't know if you if you you hate the kid more and you root for the person that's on the receiving end more. Yeah, and like because Kenneth and I did uh, an episode uh, for Kill the Cast uh, called "The Last Armadillo on the Side of the Road," Mm -hmm. where it was just us going through a bunch of topics, and one of the ones we did was um, uncomfortable, making you feel uncomfortable, and to me. The greatest thing a movie can do is to make you truly feel uncomfortable because yes. they can scare you with jump scares. They can make you feel – they laugh with a cheap joke. But to truly make you feel uncomfortable, yeah. like – and not just like grossed out, but like to make you feel uncomfortable with social situations, um, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's intense. Like because you look at a rape scene in a movie – um and like i always go like the the greatest rape scene of all time is uh from boys don't cry that is the most brutal uh rape ever in that fucking movie and it I makes like it's didn't see it but i'll make sure i don't see it now <laughs> it's such a fucking good movie but uh it's literally like um like it comes I, I, like you kind of know what's gonna happen but you don't want to believe it. it's like watching marley and me you know what's going to happen, but you don't want it to happen. And then it happens and <laughs> right, it right. fucks you up really bad. And it's like that. It makes you feel truly uncomfortable. Or you look at the rape scene between the original Last House on the Left and the remake. Yeah. And the remake has no punch. It's just like, okay, that happened. It doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. But the original is so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, that's that's the whole point. But yeah. uh, I, I'll be excited to see what you think of it. Have I'll bring up one last PG to thirteen movie now. Before I ask you about this movie, mm-hmm. do you believe in aliens? Uh, I believe in the possibility of them. Okay, but you don't I'm, think so. I'm, you don't think the people have been abducted? Um, I'm I'm not. I'm, I guess I don't know enough to know if I do or don't believe in it. 
I'll say that I'm less skeptical of aliens than I am of religious deities. Okay. So I okay. believe in aliens okay. more than I believe in gods. <laughs> I believe, I actually believe that uh, our gods are just aliens. Okay. I used to actually, one time I was really high mm-hmm. and I came up with this theory that uh, dinosaurs never existed on this planet, but were actually like experiments that aliens did. And we, our planet just happened to be right a dumpster yeah, and they would yeah. just throw shit on our planet. Right. And so we found all the bones and, and thought we like, oh, there's fucking dinosaurs. And that's why we think fucking we didn't know raptors were basically birds. Right. Until way later on. Because they didn't fucking live here. It was all aliens. And that was the day that I was like, you know what? I think drugs are for me. <laughs> but yeah, that, um, that was a uh, it sounds kind of like the multiverse thing that Rich got me all fucked up on episode two of the show. When he was talking about uh, the conspiracy of uh, the Mandela effect. Oh, yeah, with the Berenstein versus Berenstein. Yeah, and he got shit. me all fucked up on that kind of multiverse stuff. But, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a believer of aliens, but I'm not a denier of the possibility of aliens. So. Gotcha. Okay, so there's a movie called Fire in the Sky. Okay. And it's about, uh, it's about alien abduction. It's one of the best, like, alien abduction movies. It's kind of a found footage movie, but it's not a found footage movie, but it's kind of done in the very similar way a found footage movie would be done, okay. except there's no shaky camera and all that shit. It's an actual movie. Sure. Um, and that's one of the best alien movies out there, and it's only PG-13. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll add that one to my watch list. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, so like, do you, like, what PG-13 movies are you super into? Uh, I was just looking, and one that we mentioned earlier... That I'm a big fan of is uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yep. Uh, that one, I actually have a, a personal history with that because, like, growing up, my dad wasn't necessarily a horror fan as much as he was a fan of, like, the I'm oddities. You? Of, uh, no, no, he was. <laughs> uh, like, my dad used to be a very, a much more um, eclectic and esoteric kind of person when I was younger and, you know, he introduced me to stuff like Frank Zappa music and the doors and, and, uh, you know, a different crazy shit like that. And he'd show me, you know, odd movies and stuff, not necessarily horror movies, but just stuff that was weird and, and fun and, you know, stuff like that. So, so yeah, Killer Clowns was one of those that he had found somewhere or someone recommended to him way back then and was like, oh, this is great, you know, and he, he let me watch it. And it's so funny because when I was a kid, there were scenes in that movie that, like, fucking grossed me out. And now, after coming back around and being so invested in horror as I am now and, and watching a bunch of shit, and I'm like, this seems so tame to me, but at the time, it was, like, so effective. Like, especially the, the scene when they turn the cop guy into the puppet. And he has his, oh, the, yeah. The clown has his hand in his back. And I just rewatched it very recently. And, uh, you know, he pulls his hand out and it makes that, like, slurpy suction noise when he's pulling his hand out and he, like, shakes all the blood off. And they don't show shit, but at the time, you know, it was like, oh, gross, you can hear. Yeah, just the sound effects. Yeah. So, but no, I I really like that one. It's great. Uh, Arrow's putting out a uh, 4K uh, scan of it. Oh, yeah. It's not a 4K Blu-ray, but it is a 4K restoration scan of it. Right. Yeah, and, I have, um, like, the basic bitch Blu-ray that 
I bought it like Best Buy last year when they did yeah, the cool that's, covers. Yeah, that's what I have also, and I debated on getting because Arrow already has a two two K scan out, and Arrow okay. does like when they give you something, they go all out like tons of special features, mm-hmm. all that. And I didn't grab it, and now I'm like, well, I guess I'll never grab it because if I'm gonna do anything, I'll just get the four K scan. Yeah, I'm not. Uh... I'm I'm not a huge uh, collector of like whatever the best edition is. I'm more just I'll just get whatever version of it usually. Uh, I'm a bonus I, feature whore. I, I love commentaries. I did. I think the only thing Arrow I have is I bought the Reanimator set that came out last year. Oh yeah, that one's really good. But that's like one of my one of my like top ten movies, so I figured it was worth it. Uh, what are some other ones I like? I like uh, Gremlins two, but I like Gremlins one a lot too. So. I'm just a fan of Gremlins. I'm more of a fan of Mogwais than Gremlins because they remind me of Ewoks. <laughs> um, I, I'm a big. I like Monster Squad. Um, another one I grew up with was Cat's Eye. I remember watching that a bunch of times as a kid. Oh yeah. And finding a lot of stuff in that movie really disturbing, which I, I bought not long ago, and I haven't actually rewatched it since I bought it. So I'm sure that I won't find it nearly as disturbing now that I've watched all the shit that I've seen. And what would be one more? Did you ever see, not that it's a good one, I thought it was stupid, but The Woman in Black. I did not watch that one. That's like with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I just thought it was boring. And I'm also not into, I'm not into period piece stuff and I'm not really into ghosty stuff. So basically that movie is not for me. (laughs) Yeah, when it comes to like the, the ghost haunted house kind of situation, I'm real picky. Yeah. Um... Something I love now. I love old school black and white haunted mm. house movies. Right. Those I'll watch. I'll fucking watch all day. Uh, house on Haunted Hill with Vincent Price is one of my favorite movies. It's uh, mm. one I watch every year in October, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to to watch it. It's fantastic. But like with newer ones, I it's so heavily riding on jump scares instead of atmosphere now. Sure. That yeah, it's gonna get me, but. It doesn't last, so, like, I won't have the atmosphere afterwards to yeah. where, like, I'm, like, thinking a ghost is, is about to fuck up my shit. Sure. Yeah, it's like, more about, like, the music cues than it is about actually setting the atmosphere. Yeah, because, like, jump scares get you in the moment, and that's fantastic. Right. But, atmos- but good atmosphere will stay with you for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would say probably my favorite one of at least just a little bit of what I was looking up here would be The Ring, the American version of it. I have never actually seen the Japanese version of it, but I I do really like the American version. So someday I'll see the Japanese version. Someday I'll see a lot of movies as soon as I don't have to be as responsible anymore. Yeah, as soon as these kids hurry up and turn 18, get the fuck out. (laughs) Oh, I know. Sometimes I feel bad that I that I bash them so much, and then I just spend time with them, and I feel all completely justified again. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wasn't fucking wrong. Yeah, They're like oh, that was kind of mean, and then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I, I, I was right. <laughs> I keep lying to myself and pretending it's all okay, but it's yeah. not. So I think the uh, the moral of the story is there's definitely a lot of room for horror, regardless of the rating, whether it's unrated or R or pg-13 or uh you know a good movie is a good movie i think is really the the point and and people should just be open-minded and wait to see what something is yeah and if you're gonna bitch about it that's fine but like 
don't have an argument with someone over Facebook. Make it do like every other American and record yourself ranting right. and put it on YouTube and let other people fight about it in the comments. Yeah, yeah. Or put out a podcast about it or something like that. Or put out a podcast. That works too. Like, I'm going to fucking. I mean, no one listens to my podcast, but I still rant on there. <laughs> That's not true. You guys get lots of people, I'm sure. I'm sure people We did listen. until Cannibal. <laughs> I didn't think it was that bad. No, Cannibal is actually probably one of our our best shows. Yeah. We've ever done, like it's fun now that we're we're in the 40s because I think Cannibal was our episode 40, mm-hmm. and like I'll look back and be like, this episode did really well. This episode did not. Like we did an episode where we covered two anime movies. Okay. No one listened to that. Yeah, I listened like, to it. Like, but the people who did listen <laughs> to it was like. You know what? I'm going to check out those movies now. Those sound dope. Yeah. And I would have never have checked out the anime. And I'm like, okay, the five people who listened to it, at least like three of them right. was like, I I want to check these movies out. Right. Thank you. Right. And so I was like, worth it. Yeah. Honestly, like from my point of view, and I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts on kind of this level, the, the you know, home cooked, uh, you know, guys like me and you just, you know, doing it in their in their spare bedroom or whatever uh and a lot of them are about horror and i tend to try to listen to more ones that are movies i don't know than ones i do like if it's something i know but it's it's weird but i'll be put off by seeing you know five or six movies or five or six shows that cover the same movie around the same time and oh then, my god yes and i feel like uh it's tough because you want to support people and you're like, well, who do I want to listen? And then do I really want to listen to five people talk about it after it comes or five different shows talk about it after it came out? Or, you know, I guess it, it just depends on the movie. And if you feel like if you saw it when it came out and you loved it and you want to hear as many people talk about it as possible. But to me, even if I love the movie or hate it, that's like I, I want to move on to the next thing. Yeah, it's, it's true. Whenever a new movie comes out or we get around certain holidays, uh-huh. a lot of shows do like the exact same thing. And right. that's that's right. one of the things on Kill the Cast I've always strived to do differently. Yeah. Like our Christmas episodes are we do Halloween sitcom episodes mm-hmm. instead of doing a Christmas movie. And yeah. no one does that or like I know that's a we, cool idea. Yeah. And we try to do movies that like are less we we try to bounce between really popular movies and less known movies like um right we did that underground trilogy one where i i yeah. made the trilogy it wasn't an actual trilogy sure but we did like digging up the marrow which is kind of right in the middle okay uh people may or may not know it then we did marabito which a lot of people don't know and then we did nightbreed which everyone knows sure so like doing like if you're gonna be a podcast you kind you have to do stuff that people know or else yes. no one's going to listen to you. I agree. Like, especially like when they're first listening to you. Cause the first thing I do is start looking through the list to go, okay, where's a movie that I like that they've done. Yes. Yeah. When and it's new. Bam, yeah. Like, I do the if, same thing. Yeah. If you've done a Jaws episode, I promise you that is the first episode I've ever heard of you. Sure. That will be the first, as soon as I see Jaws, bam, because I will judge your entire life based on how you feel about Jaws. Sure. I have, I have fucking paid for abortions for less yes than dis disliking jaws so you had to make that balance of going between 
yeah. movies you don't know and do know. Right. And you'll have some that are passion projects where you're like, I want to cover this movie just because no one covers it. Yeah. And that's great, but then you got to throw them a bone and give them something they do know, like A Nightmare on Elm Street or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You definitely want to try and make it interesting or find something to uh, to connect to with people. So if you're bringing them something that they don't know, then you have to have a reason of why you're bringing it. And if you're bringing them something that they do know, then it's, you know, it's risky because you might go, well, I fucking hate this movie. And then people are like, that's oh, my favorite movie. So it's tricky. But, uh, you know, someone told me when I was kind of mapping all the stuff out and going through the months of, of actually trying to create my show, uh, somebody just said, you know, make whatever the show is that you want to make and then let the audience find that. So people might come on and listen to you and then go, eh, this isn't the show for me. But then 10 episodes down the road, somebody might find your show and then go back and go, holy shit, this is the show that I've been looking for. So you have to just keep making the show that you want to make because if you're not doing that, then what the fuck are you doing it for? Yeah, your your show should be like 75% the show you want to make right. and 25% what you expect like should be audience based yes well yeah yeah you like, want to connect the people to it and you want to do stuff that people want to hear about for yeah, sure because if no one's no one's listening we might as well just be talking to each other and i could be jerking off this entire time instead of being professional sure i mean, I mean there's always next time we that's can, true we can do the jack off show yeah hey everyone welcome to Lint biscuit would that be a, a uh, video Skype call or? It could be. I'll edit. I'll edit it as a video. All right. Now we're talking. All right. Well, I think we uh, covered some things and talked about stuff. Yeah, uh, we should definitely the point end of the on show. jacking off. Yeah, yeah, that's a good spot. I like that. Uh, we covered uh, parenting and uh, racism and drugs. We solved a lot of problems. Aliens. Yeah. I mean, really, if the president listens to this podcast that probably will solve all the world's problems he's gonna be super confused because he's gonna watch fire in the sky and be like there's not a single mexican in this movie that <laughs> motherfucker lied to me right but uh why don't you uh, let everybody know where we could find all your various things facebook twitter instagram uh, your podcast, etc. Words. So, uh, we are Kill the Cast or Married with Children podcast. Um, I don't do Twitter. Okay. So I ain't got nothing for you there. Um, I have a personal account on Instagram. You can follow at SBK Retro. Um, I post cats. I don't know. <laughs> Retro cats. I would post dick, but they won't let me. Yeah, Instagram's all all nerds like that i guess i need to get on twitter they'll let me post dick oh yeah twitter supports the hashtag dicks for horror 2018 right. um you can find us on youtube we uh both jay and i put out videos and we do a top five friday where you get two videos for top five friday so you get his opinion on it my opinion on it we've done um top five movies we want to see on blu-ray uh we just did i just edited and uploaded today Top five directorial debuts. Right. And that was a fucking super fun list. Nice. So you can find us um, YouTube.com slash KillTheCast. We're on Facebook, 
facebook.com slash kill the cast. There's also a facebook.com slash group slash kill the cast. You can join there. We're always doing fun fucking shit in there. Married with Children also has a Facebook group you can check out. If you if you need to get your Al Bundy on, come join us. We've got people mm-hmm. always that that fucking group is already like at five hundred people. Nice. And we've only been doing Married with Children for like a year. Nice. So very cool. That one's popping. People are talking. Um, so you can find me in all those places. Just Google "kill the cast" and I will be there. Sure. Very good. Uh, yeah. One of the reasons that I wanted to have you on this show early on was uh, just to, to lower hold. everyone's expectations. <laughs> yeah. So like, well, it's gonna get better from here. Uh, no. <laughs> well, because uh, you uh, along this whole process, like we had talked about, uh, kind of before the recording, where you know, you took note of me taking time and going through a lot of steps and double checking and triple checking and trying to figure everything out. And, you know, you were somebody that was really supportive of me through that process of just me sending you random messages and asking you stupid fucking questions or, uh, you know, jumping on Skype with me to practice recording and shit or, or whatever, you know, just the, the stuff that I've gotten from people like you along the way has really helped me out. And, um, given me the the confidence to feel like i belonged in the first place which is important when you start doing it if you feel like you know you're not part of the team or part of the the family then you're kind of on this island by yourself so i you know i really appreciated all of that and you know you and i have just kind of been friendly with each other for a while anyways and just kind of bullshitted a lot and talked about some stupid shit so i figured it would be a fun conversation to record yeah, for sure. I like. I wish more people, when they started a podcast, did it the way you did. Because most people would just be like, you know what? I'm gonna start a podcast. Here's a a name, and uh, let's just record. Right. And it's like they don't put any time like to check. You know. Yes. So yes. Let me Google the name to make sure no one's already taken the name. Let yes. me, you know, do research. So let me listen to other podcasts. See what I like. See what I don't like. Let right. Let me research your equipment let me ask some fucking people let me like yeah. you put like what almost three months <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> into it like i'm sitting there like month after month I'm like when's this motherfucker just gonna make something damn yeah like yeah but, well but, it got it got derailed so it probably was about three months of development but there was a little bit of derailment with the whole skype thing that everyone figured out along the yeah, way but here just, so the amount of respect you put into to the game just sure. made me go, this dude knows what's up. This Anything I can do to help him, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, like, anytime you'd ask me a question, I, like, I was like, to the best of my knowledge, here's the answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I've been sitting back just watching uh, your popularity grow, just, like, sure. going, I knew that guy <laughs> when he was still worried about what his mic sounded like. <laughs> well... I don't want to get too far ahead. We'll, uh, I want to stay hungry. So, <laughs> hey, dude, you like, oh man, that's like half the thing is I just like you. You have to have that hunger. That hunger yeah. is what makes you constantly go. What can I do that's different than other podcasts? What can I do that's fun? What can I do that's right. innovative? What can I sure, sure. like just do to move forward? Yeah, and become the top of the network. And we're both in places where we can look at the top people on the network. Right. Um, like you can look at Legion and go, okay, what can I do to kick Duncan out of the spot with podcasts on the stairs? What right. can I do to take over Hail Ming? And for me, I get, to, I sit back and I just go, what can I do to beat 22 shots? What can I do 
to take yeah. over exploding heads mm-hmm. like it is great like i'm sure it's great at the top also mm-hmm. but it's great going to the top because you're just constantly like what can i do to, to just get over <laughs> these motherfuckers yeah 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 and in, in a positive way not like you know oh you yeah no, it's bump all them like off, friendly it's like, yeah i'm it's, not paying it's... assassins no, to no, no, kill no. dave z or anything no uh, I mean, I ain't got the money for that, to no. be honest. No, but if you did, then, you know, talk to me because I'm close. Exactly. <laughs> talk to your daughter. <laughs> be like, hey, I heard you're the devil. Yeah. But no, I mean, this was a lot of fun. And I think as I keep going through this show, I'm definitely going to bring people back on to either talk about different things or or maybe do some, you know, movie reviews or when I figure out my end of doing commentaries or whatever this is kind of my my forum to just fuck around and not have a you know a, a strict thing it's just kind of whatever we want to talk about or whatever we want to do is cool yeah so. oh i gotta do something that i did when i uh when i was on horror mafia guessing okay. guesting okay so one thing i want to say i want to call dibs on a movie movie to review on your show okay monster squad okay now I like the it. fun part is if you were to come be a guest on Kill the Cast, what movie would you want to tackle with me, Kenneth and Jay? Uh, on the spot, putting you there. Um, how about I'm trying to think of something that something that I because really... I mean we're pretty wide. We've done Japanese, Italian, yeah, classic yeah. black and white. Um, about the only thing we're really hurting on is we don't really do new movies. Okay. But we've done a few, like, 2015, 2016, but I don't think we've done any 2017. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would want to either come on and do um, some kind of uh, something close to a, a classic, like, maybe not a Halloween, but, like, um, a Halloween 2 or... Ooh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yeah, or it... I'd want to do um, something, like, more action-y because I feel like... Oh, and, and Kenneth a lot of the, Jay would love that. Yeah, well, that's, I know that's kind of a divide in your group where the, the action <laughs> horror doesn't land with everybody. And I'm a big fan of action horror, so I guess off the top of my head, something like Predator or something. See, I actually do... I like Predator 2 the most. Okay. I don't actually really care that much for the first Predator. Okay. Yeah, see, that's but like one, that, of my, one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah, I like Predator 2 more, but that would be fun because you're right, because Kenneth and Jay love action movies, right? and I don't. I don't really watch them. Um, right. not that I, I get bored, but Predator, if we do Predator, okay. I'm, I'm saying it now, All right. I, you're getting the call. I got it. Not a problem. And what was yours was... Uh, Monster was Squad. Monster Squad, yeah. Okay. You talk about the, the mummy was in my bedroom. Yeah, right. Plus, I have this habit of somehow finding the the offensive clips in movies and then putting them into the episodes so that's always fun (laughs) all right well why don't we uh say our goodbyes here we'll wrap this up and then i'll plug my crap in the intro that i will record before this comes out dope uh so yeah i i strongly encourage anyone listening to check out jerry's show or shows and see what he's got going on and definitely the, the facebook group page is a lot of fun if you listen to the show but don't follow that because you guys do polls and you do, you know, listener feedback type of stuff in there all the time. So it's always, you know, people feel like they don't want to bother us or whatever. But I 
always feel that way like oh, I don't want to bother them by saying something or but you know we do like to get the feedback for the show and stuff to, so to be honest with you every single podcaster that you're worried about bothering yeah. would be 100% ecstatic about you posting in their Facebook group yeah they will sit there and be like fuck yes and I actually try like cuz I try to my best to respond to everything that's posted unless it's just like some weird shit where they're just like you ever stuck a salamander in a salmon and stuck it up your ass i don't know it could happen (laughs) i'm like i asked what anthony perkins movie you like what the fuck are you talking about and he was like "Um, you know what i'm just gonna get off the internet today see that would be the first thing i would respond to (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) well i haven't but you know what my son keeps disrespecting me so maybe (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, I, I uh, definitely appreciate you coming on and and giving me some of your time here. And we uh, will uh, we'll get back at everybody soon with uh, another one of these and another will survive on the uh, bi-weekly alternating weeks. Uh, so that's it for tonight. Uh, thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time.